paint a picture of your ideal day, like I did on episode seven, and then figure out, okay, how would I get there if I had to be serving? If that was the through line of me accomplishing these things, what would I do to serve in the world? Good place to start. And I think that questions are the answer. And if you're not asking questions, you're going to end up very, very ignorant. And I think the the people who are the most aware are the people who are constantly searching for answers. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Do you feel like it's important to plan how you want your goal to go and be achieved or wing it? Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Go ahead, Jeff. If you don't know how yet, you're going to have to wing it and that's okay. Fail forward. I think it's a constant process. Hmm. A lot of people don't know how to achieve something when they set the goal. So for example, when Kevin said, I want a net worth of $2 million, he didn't know how to do that. But he knew he could figure it out. Lottery, mostly. <laughs> My thought, yeah, lottery. Right. But that's the thing. The person's places things and ideas that are in alignment with that, he surrounded himself with. And so I would say it's important to know how. I would say this. It's not important to know how at first. It's important to learn how once you have the audacity to set the goal and then go figure it out. Everything is figure outable within reason, obviously. And I think that that's a really powerful quote to kind of live by. And so, you know, you don't have to know how to create a net worth of $5 million, but you have to set the goal and then go read some books on how to do that and or get mentors, coaches, podcasts, that kind of thing. I would say, I mean, yeah, you kind of want to plan, but you can only plan to the level that you understand. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about successful businesses. And one of the interesting things is most of them failed one, two, three, four, five times before they actually became successful. I think they had a plan, but when the plan didn't work, how quickly can you replan? So I would say, yeah, ideally you'd have a plan, but to Alan's point, you have to you have to get something into motion before you can revisit that plan and see how well it's working. So I would just say messy action. Just start. Start and then figure out, okay, how could I continue this and how can I restart better and better and better? How do you move beyond failed, past failed attempts at finding clarity? Hmm. I think the first thing you have to do is understand your, by definition now, more clear because all those other things didn't work. So all those other attempts, maybe you found things that didn't land and now you can kind of throw those in the garbage. I, I think it's important to not put so much pressure on yourself because if you're looking for it, I think that puts undue pressure on you where get curious and go try different stuff. You may, you don't know. I never wanted to be a podcaster. I, that's, that wasn't what I wanted to do. When I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, podcasting didn't exist, but I went on podcast day, Jeff, and it was great. And afterwards, I said, imagine if you could do that for a living. That opportunity did not exist in my mind up until I did it. 
I had to experience it to know I wanted to do it. I would say use it as a lesson, understand what stuff you can kind of throw off to the side in the garbage and get curious about what things you haven't done yet. And then do that again and do that again. By definition, you are getting more clear. It might not seem like it, but maybe you're eliminating things through the process of elimination. Kev interviewed me a long time ago. Every now and then we'll do these episodes where he'll interview me or vice versa. And I, I forget what he asked, but it was something similar to what was just asked. And I said, the only wrong answer is to stop searching. I, th I think you don't have to. And, and here's another thing. As kids, I think we believe that everyone has it figured out. Our teachers understand what they, you know, everyone has it figured out. It's not even remotely true. Um, having interviewed hundreds of people, having coached thousands of calls, thousands of hours coaching, podcasting, speaking all over the world, different cultures, different backgrounds, all that, you just realize that everyone's trying to figure it out and, and there's no one who has it figured out. There's just some people who are figuring it out maybe quicker. So, so think of it like a spectrum. So you never get to 100%. No one gets to the 100% clarity. But some people get closer to 100% than other people. And so I'm more close to 100% clarity than I was at 32, but not as close as I'm going to be at 34. I mean, when I first started coaching, I started out as a fitness coach, then a mindset coach, then a peak performance and productivity coach, and now I'm a business coach. You get, but if I didn't start with fitness coaching, would I have ended up a business coach? Probably not. So you, you kind of have to start where you are and have something to aim at, but also understand that the GPS is going to reroute as you have different uh, turns that were unexpected or traffic or whatever. And so to answer the original question, every expert was once a beginner with curiosity. And if you had a lot of past failures or or you've tried to get clarity and then didn't, you got to understand like, what's your relationship with, with this? Because I think what happens is we set a goal and we don't get it. And then we stop setting goals because we got embarrassed or whatever. Uh, Winston Churchill said that success is going from failure to failure without losing any enthusiasm. It takes a lot of self-belief to do that. So you got to be careful. Uh, some of the most successful people I know, I, I would just want to bring you behind the scenes. They don't actually feel like winners regularly i think on the holistic macro perspective they do feel like winners but on the day-to-day -day, they're on the struggle bus so the struggle bus leads to greatness if you're on the struggle bus that's okay there's this weird mistruth that like that like you're supposed to have it all figured out and i think it's the people who know they don't have it figured out who are trying to figure it out that end up having it more figured out than the people who pretend that they have it figured out and so the very last thing i'll say is this people are not as clear as you think they are acting like they have a ton of clarity when they're in public, but behind the scenes, trust me, they're lost. And the reason I can say that is because I'm a coach and I know behind the scenes of so many people's lives and there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's a little bit lost. That's okay. You, some people are just a little more found. And I'll tell you this, the people who have the humility to admit that they're lost are the ones who get found a lot quicker. And it's not a zero or a one. It's a, it's a, it's an asymptote on its way to 100%, and you never really get there. You just get more and more and more and more and more and more clear. Kevin and I are more clear now than we've ever been, but we're not nearly as clear as we're going to be in five years, and, and that's just par for the course. Strong work, Jeff. Thanks, brother. If you don't have clarity around your future, where is a good place to start? I would say this. I would say imagine, mm -hmm, there's that word again, imagine your ideal day in 
let's just say five years, except it must involve service. Because a lot of people would say, I'm just hanging out on the beach, sipping a margarita with my feet up. It's like, well, sure, but like, what did you do earlier that day to serve? Or what are what is happening in your business that you're serving or whatever, you know, while you're doing that? I, I think that's what it is. Because you can always say, okay, what do you what do you wish you had? Well, I wish I had a billion dollars. All right, cool. Uh, I wish I had this. I wish I had this. All right, cool. How did you serve in order to get that? That's what I would say. Paint a picture of your ideal day, like I did on episode seven, and then figure out, okay, how would I get there if I had to be serving? If that was the through line of me accomplishing these things, what would I do to serve in the world? Good place to start. At Next Level Live... I had a slide called the True North Questions. Mm -hmm. I wear a necklace around my neck at all times, except for when I'm in the gym, so not at all times. Uh, that is the True North. It's a guide. It's it's the brightest star in the sky. I've been told by a physicist that is not true, but the point is, is it's unwavering and it's a guide. And we created these five questions, Kevin and I, called the True North Questions that can guide you. And if you've never heard these before, here we go. Number one, what breaks your heart most? We've talked a lot about that on this episode in particular. What breaks your heart most? Okay, number two, what pisses you off? So if it pisses you off when people litter, then that's that's telling you something about yourself. You care about the environment, okay? It's supposed to bother you because maybe it's your purpose, okay? Number three, what are you unreasonably good at? This one's tough for people because it's not... Um, socially correct to admit when you're good at something which is why a lot of us stay lost by the way so just if you had if you gave yourself permission to really admit it what are you so unreasonably good at fourth question what do you love to do most even when it's hard that key part right there is even when it's hard you still love to do this thing and then number five what does this world desperately need more of what does this world desperately need i would argue this world desperately needs more personal development I think about it all the time. I wish that I had personal development when I was growing up. I really do. I wish I could, I wish I had the book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John C. Maxwell. If I had that book, oh, you know, I wish I had this podcast. I was at Subway. This young man, um, big fan of him. He just got his license. I said, be careful because he's got like a really fast car. And I showed him the podcast and I know eventually he's going to listen, but he's 15 years old, 16, sorry, just turned 16, 16 years old. And I remember thinking to myself, like, if I had this podcast when I was 16 years old, can you imagine? Like, that's why we do this. So, so for you, what does the world desperately need? We believe holistic self-improvement. We believe we need strong male role models. We, we believe we need strong role models, period. Obviously, we're male, so we say that, and we both grew up without fathers. But the point that I'm making here is those five True North questions are going to, it's a Venn diagram, and they form a star. And if you want the digital asset, Christina created an awesome digital asset of the True North questions, and we can send it to you. Just reach out. Hi, my name is Alexandra. I'm 27 years old and I am in the second round of group coaching. I did it once and I fell in love with it. I got so much help and direction and guidance. Recently, I just did a one-on-one -on -one coaching call with Kevin, which it just set me on the right path. I needed that one-on-one -on -one time and it really helped me. So I hope you guys consider on doing group coaching as well because it will benefit you a hundred percent. What is more important in finding clarity, right timing or the right questions? 
Mm. Mm. That's a great question. I don't know if there is one that's more important. I, the right questions, your ability to ask a question is directly correlated to your level of awareness around what you're asking. So it's, I would say the questions. Because when you're asking questions, at least you can, and Alan's inside, he's like, mm, that was the right answer. Mm -hmm. uh, at least <laughs> if you ask questions, you can figure out how aware you actually are. I would say questions. Questions. When you ask the right, when you ask questions, you realize how unclear you are. I know some people who have very, very little clarity, very little self-awareness, very little clarity on their goals and dreams who think they're crystal clear. And then I have some people who actually are extremely clear who think they're not. And it's this weird duality um, because when you ask questions all the time, it makes it seem like you're always a student and you don't know very much, but it's the student who actually knows so much. Emilia is a great example of this. She's constantly asking questions. She's so curious all the time about everything. She's actually more aware than most of the people who don't ask questions. She just seems like she's unaware because she's always asking questions. So it's this weird duality. And so um, I don't think timing matters that much. I think questions do. And I think that you should never stop asking questions. I think asking questions shows true humility. That's why I ask Kevin stuff all the time. Because I know that his perspective is different than mine. You'll notice that on this podcast. I'm always asking him questions. And I do that behind the scenes all the time, by the way. I, Amy, I asked you, like, what do you think could be better at Next Level Live? I don't know. She came up with stuff I never would have came up with. I am, I am dogmatic about asking questions all the time to everybody. Everyone who's an expert in anything, Kevin, you've seen this behind the scenes, like talking to an oral surgeon. I'm like, okay, what's the one thing that I would never know unless I was an oral surgeon? I'm just, I need to know everything. I want to know everything. And I think that questions are the answer. And if you're not asking questions, you're going to end up very, very ignorant. And I think the, the people who are the most aware are the people who are constantly searching for answers all the time. And they kind of know that they still know very little in comparison to what there is to know, but they know a lot compared to statistics. Like statistically, they know more than most. Last one, Aim, lightning round. What's a good question or set of questions to ask people to determine whether or not they are reliable to listen to for advice? Oh my goodness. Uh, I love that one. Go ahead, I'm going to hammer it, Kev. Hammer if, it. If, if you feel... Uh, as though you got to be careful. You got to be careful who you get advice from. And I guess what I would say is this, try to cherry pick everyone's genius zone and you have to get really good at understanding what that genius zone is. So Amy's very experience driven. And so when I was asking her what we could improve at Next Level Live, I knew she would come up with things that I wouldn't come up with because I'm not as experience driven. And so she came up with, I, I think it would be great if we had water bottles, like little water bottles at each table. And at our next event, you will witness a little water bottle at every table. And it's going to be because I had the humility to ask Amy, I would never have thought of that because I'm not thinking of the experience. I would probably just be deep in my notes. I wouldn't even be thinking about water. And so that's nothing against Amy. That's nothing against me. It's just you have to try to see things from 360 degrees. You have to try to see things from every angle. And the only way to do that is to ask everybody their perspective. But you also have to be careful because if you're asking people who are not experts, they're going to pretend to be experts and then you're going to be misguided. And so um, if you wouldn't trade places with that person in that arena, you should not ask them. Uh, if someone's an all-star mechanic, ask them how to fix your car. If they're not, don't because they don't know the answer and you got to do that with everything. 
I would give a simple answer. One word, why? You ask them why. If you ask them a question, we, the other, when was it? Last weekend, our Wi-Fi was a Jeffin. And we had mm-hmm. to have Xfinity, Comcast came out. They came out on a Saturday. I was like, this is wild. And the guy was in here doing it. Awesome, awesome, great guy. And I said, what are you doing? <laughs> what, what's going on? Like, what are we doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm just, you know, your, your wire's kinked. It's a whole thing. I'm going to change it to this. And I said, why? And he said, well, it's, it's like a hose. You have to have a flow. And I said, like, even though it's technology, he's like, yeah, you got to have a flow. If you have a kink in the hose, it Jeff's everything. And he didn't say Jeff's, but I wish he did. And I just kept asking him why. And we got, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I think if you ask people why, you ask people when, you ask people how, you'll get answers. Alan and I have come across a lot of people who don't know how they got to where they are. So when you ask them why, why would you do that? And if they don't have an answer, there's, there's a good opportunity there for you to learn that maybe I shouldn't take advice. How did you do it? I don't know. I just posted it and it went. It's like, okay, well, maybe, maybe that's not the play for me. So yeah, I would ask qualifying questions. Why, how, when, for what reason? I guess that's why. That's what I would say. That's Keep what an say. eye out for the pretenders. The people who don't put in the work behind the scenes that haven't reverse engineered the finish line, they might not. They might think they know more than they really do, and, and you just got to be careful. And, and the last example, I know we got to go here. Hmm. Imagine someone goes viral on YouTube, their very first YouTube video, and they keep making videos and they succeed on YouTube versus Evan Carmichael who did 7,000 videos and within the first three years, now he has 3 million subscribers, but in the first four years, he only had 5,000. See, one of them is a master of YouTube who figured out how to actually do it over the long term. Someone else went viral. So you don't want to learn from someone who who went viral and didn't actually reverse engineer and study it. And so that's really important to just understand. Shout out to Next Level Evan Carmichael getting a lot of love today from Mm. the next level. I mean, he helped. He he told us to change the name. So that's one of the reasons we are the next level guys. Next Level Nation, as you can see below, beautiful Amy, if you leave us a review... We will enter you into a drawing to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Shout out to Nick who won last month. All you do, leave us a review, screenshot it on your podcast platform of choice, send it to Alan or myself, and we will enter you into a drawing. Last day of the month, which is eight days from now, we'll pick a winner, send you a $100 Amazon gift card, and boom, you're off. $100 for free. Huge mansion, beautiful Maine, in the middle of the summer, your nature, mountains, forests, awesome. Three-day all-inclusive experience. Private chef is on site. Sunrise yoga, sunset fires, tons of s'mores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of s'mores. Mm-hmm. Under the stars. Tail end of summer, Labor Day weekend. Five speakers, five workshops. A completely transformative event. Next level retreat. If you are interested, go to the landing page. I'm pretty sure Amy already put it. I don't link in the comments. And then um, it will be in the show notes as well if you are listening on the podcast right now. It is going to be the best weekend ever. Please join us. At least check out the landing page and see if it's for you. We have, uh, it's more affordable than you think. We have 12-month payment plans. You can, um, if you want to bring your intimate partner, there's a discount. Reach out to Kevin or myself if you have any questions as well. All the s'mores you can eat if you come. Mm-hmm. Next level nation, as always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at ALazarus88. 
Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.